so I had this operation and I could see the world again and I thought in that moment I was like I am gonna draw everything I can until the day I die and she messaged me and I couldn't believe it and she wanted to work with me it's like oh, again don't be afraid of failing because I'm really trying to train myself to stop the fear stop being scared of failing from setting a tone about support and belief networks to the celebration of collaborations and sharing what you are passionate about, as well as the importance of pouring your heart and soul into what you do. As a freelance illustrator who captures people's special moments with her art, Lucy's story and the evolution of Lucy Clare illustration is as captivating as the pieces she creates. I'm so grateful to Lucy and as always, thank you for being a part of the conversation. If you love it, please subscribe. Thank you so much. Here it is. Hello and welcome, Lucy. How are you? I'm good. Oh, How are you? Very well, thank you. And thank you so much for speaking with me today. I'm so excited to speak with you. Those of you, those of people who maybe haven't seen your work as yet, Miss Lucy, how, how would you describe uh, what your, your business or your creative uh, job is? So I always say to people, I'm a free, freelance illustrator, illustrating people's special moments, essentially, That's treasuring beautiful. them. That's yeah. basically all I ever want to do. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, love it. it's so positive. And I think that's what comes across. And I think we're going to get that even more from speaking to you today in person. <laughs> you no, know, it's true. So look, take me back then, um, Miss Lucy, because that's a beautiful sum up of it. But um, maybe we could do a bit of an overview on your creative journey. Like, where did this start? I know I've read before about your family is also very creative. But yeah, so let, let's go right back, if you don't mind. Where, Ooh, where did okay. it all begin? So going right, right back, my dad is like quite a well-known animator. Right. And, uh, yeah, animator, illustrator. So we were always drawing. When I say like we'd go out for, I don't know if it's normal for other families to do this. When I mention <laughs> it to friends, they're like, no, we didn't do that. But we'd all take our own like sketchbooks. We'd have our pencils if we went to a restaurant and we'd just be drawing the whole time. There was always art out on the kitchen table. Sounds we like a always, dream. It was just it was <laughs> just kind of our normal though. But almost as well to the point where you know how when there's a family full of doctors? Yes. It's your kind of like you're gonna become a doctor. It's an unsaid profession we, that you're going to go into. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we were almost we were gonna do something arty. Um, and yeah, that's where it began. And then you'll probably won't believe me now when I say it, but I didn't really think I was very good at drawing until maybe 18. Wow. Um, I didn't do very well at school until 18. Isn't that amazing? And then I just kind of coasted. I was in, I, I, I wouldn't, I think I was better than average. Like, I'm even pulling that face. Yeah, you hadn't found a a medium that you had gravitated to or you just weren't in that right groove yet? Other distractions or... I honestly think it was that art in the UK, art at the time, actually, it's quite interesting. It's had a huge dip. But at the time, everyone took art because it was easy. Mm. So I did that in quotation marks. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> um, sorry, forgot about that. I can see but, them. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they took it because it was the easy subject. And I honestly think it was oversaturated. Right, yes. So my teachers couldn't 
didn't really know everyone yes. that well. There were some students who were exceptionally good. Yeah, so they stood and out. In, mm. They stood out. And like, as in, not good as in they had a specific style, but good as in photorealistic Yes, I know. Drawing. Yes, yeah. You know Could what I mean? Like the traditional. Yes, straight on. Good. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I honestly think it wasn't until A-levels when I had a particular art teacher who I, I literally owe my life to her. Like she oh. is still like the best woman in the world. I just oh, love I her. I hope she listens to um, that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I do. I, I'll send it to her because um, she was called Mrs. Holden and oh. she just believed in me. She was even more like, my dad was a very, is my heart, like the biggest critic I have. And maybe that's the role of the parent in that, you know, particularly from his point of view, he's got, yeah. you know, a lot to come at you from, from that point. So Definitely. maybe a bit of grounding as well. And yeah. 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 And just always wants me to do better. But um, yeah. And then from there, we I went on to do a, oh my gosh, what's it called? Art Foundation. Oh, right. Which yes. is almost like a gap year between A-levels and uni where you try out everything. Yes. Um, what a great idea. There is on offer. Hmm. Yes. Yes. And Although no. <laughs> I actually, I nearly, I nearly quit at Art Foundation and went to a like secretarial course. Right. Because um, my tutor, I talk about it quite often on my Instagram actually, but we were talking through like what I'd study at uni and, those sorts of things yes and I said I wanted to be an illustrator and he just stopped me right there he just Lucy stop and he just said you'll never be an illustrator you're not very you're not good enough like and I'm not uh I wouldn't say I am the best artist like but does anybody say that they're the best like that's my thing with art you know it's a a very (laughs) you know we we hit that massive gray area don't we because art is obviously about the it's about the experience this is my take on it now miss lucy but the experience from us the people who are getting to witness and participate in what you the artist produce and then consequently the feeling that that conjures in us which isn't really prescribed it can come from any you know any medium I always say from any level of that spectrum it doesn't you know I'm not really quite sure who defines that I mean it must be very difficult yeah it's funny as you say that because I was talking to a girl messaged me yesterday and said just asking for advice and I literally said to her honestly I'm not the best artist but I just kind of like put my just make sure you put your soul into it and she said like how do you how did you start and things and I just said I started kind of sharing my story and I don't know just literally put myself into my art and I think that's the that's the difference we were just chatting about AI earlier but I that's the difference between AI and it's not a person real yes. art it's yeah. not a person so people will ask me if I'm scared of it and I'm like no because it can't it can't be me. <laughs> no, it can't. No, absolutely, can't be you. And it can't pull all those mini experiences that you've had in your life. That uh, the feelings, no. the, the songs you might have heard, the, the people that are sitting in front of you on a park bench, you know, that happen to be there whilst your sketchbook is there. You know, those those things yeah. are they're not um, lineal as such. They have to come no. from an experience, which is you know. I'm, I'm glad you've touched on that. That's wonderful. And and so really, then you almost we almost lost you um, to oh, yeah. a beautiful <laughs> profession. 
um, of, of being a secretary, but I'm, I'm very pleased we didn't. Um, that's wonderful. No. <laughs> but how, how did you make the bridge then from the tutor that said no, no, no to actually then continuing? So <laughs> then... <laughs> I was like, fine, I can't draw. That's fine. I'll move on. Um, <laughs> fine. <laughs> and I also, I thought I always wanted to be in fashion. I watched Devil Wears Prada when I was younger. And I was like, right, I want to work. Funnily enough, people were like, I would never want to work at a magazine after that film. But I was like, no, <laughs> I want to work <laughs> you, there. <laughs> Some would say you're just, a, you're just a glutton for punishment, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but you get but, um, very I nice thought... fashion to do it in, which is important. And I'd yeah, work for Meryl exactly. Streep any day of the week but yes <laughs> exactly but yeah I also, I would actually work in fashion um just loved it growing up I did textiles at school and so thought so actually yeah going back I wanted to be a fashion illustrator is what I wanted to be right yes because I thought perfect combine Put like the, the two. two things I love together mm. yeah but um so then once he said that I thought after a lot of tears and going home and being like, oh, I'm quitting. <laughs> oh, I'm never going back to that place. <laughs> um, Fabulous. I, <laughs> then I actually turned more towards graphics. And mm. I found a course at Southampton Solent Uni that did fashion graphics. And again, I was like, perfect. I literally typed into Google fashion graphics to find a course and yes. then this one pops up and Amazing. then me being me <laughs> that's like is that or was it that way or the highway or yes, whatever it is. that's all and, I'm doing <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> so applied to that one course and I thought if I don't get in there then I'll go and do the secretarial course yes um so I had a backup plan but yeah got in there and then that was almost even though it wasn't illustration, it was the making of me. Because again, I had tutors who just believed in me. Mm. It's a very powerful theme already so far that, Miss Lucy. I'm, I don't want to hound on about it, but it obviously it shows you the power of the effect that a, a teacher oh, has. Gosh. It's obviously profound. And then also, um, you know, it, I guess now I would say I, I look at you, you're doing what you're doing. You, you've you're almost empowered by I would really love to see someone try and knock you off your perch now because I just don't think it would I think it would be like gladiators so you would just get a really big push off the other end from from you but um you know when you're younger we don't have that we don't have that ironclad um exterior that allows us to do that as much so it is important isn't it you know it it has obviously had a profound trajectory on what you've done and your roller coaster thus far yeah it just again I just always as well I have a god I'm gonna sound a bit like Appetit now but I basically got a business slash life coach at the moment because yes, I got to wonderful. a point where I was like oh my gosh I don't know what I'm doing someone <laughs> just ground me and tell me where to go and like, I don't think um, that's Appetit I, do, I think it's incredibly sensible lovely lady in this day and age it allows you to do what you do best but he um I said to him the other day that he interviews you at the beginning to like figure out why you're doing what you're doing and and I genuinely hope that I just make people realize that anyone can do it. Like if you've got enough passion and you love what you do, I just think you can truly do anything as a job as well. The, especially these days with like YouTube and yes. podcasting. Uh, yeah, if you like talking, yeah. you get a podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Yeah. hundred um, percent. I just, 
yeah so that's really especially with the I don't, can't believe the numbers that do follow me but with the number of people that do follow me I just hope people realize that I, I'm not and again when I said I'm not that good at art that's almost I say it because I don't want people to think I've got to be the most talented person in the world to, to share it. set up an art business. If you mm. like to draw, you can start drawing, post it online. Someone out there, this is a big world. It's Someone a very out there big going to like it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's lovely for you to share that because I think to myself, it's the reason why we do this and we have these conversations and we share it is because hopefully somebody does need a little positive nudge that actually, if you want to have a crack at it, go ahead and do it. There's nothing, there really is nothing stopping yeah. you in this day and age, is there? So, and yeah, so is that, no. that's really your. Uh, your seed, so to speak, is that you, you finished the course, you had more confidence because uh, uh, obviously yeah. you'd found a bit more of yourself. The tutors had had a bit more faith in you. And then you came out and, and is this where you started, Miss Lucy? Is this is, is this how it began? Uh, oh, gosh, it's quite funny because I've glossed over a lot, really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, as I said that, I'm just thinking, oh, the real... Because um, I actually... I mentioned to you just now, I've got type 1 diabetes. Yes. And um, during the latter end of school and all through Art Foundation and uni, I was actually very unwell. Right. Um, my diabetes was just, I didn't want anything to do with it, basically, mm. which don't ever do anyone listening if you've got <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> and you. by the end of uni, um, it was quite a big Thing that happened to me yes. I actually I was clinically blind um so I it's really weird though because I when they told me that I was like I don't understand because I could I could still walk around and things right yes but um I had my vision was so cloudy that I couldn't see people I couldn't see people from further than like here like yes, right nice up and in close. front of my face yeah nice and close or I couldn't um I couldn't read my friends at uni would sign my documents for me because oh. I couldn't yeah so it's really weird it, looking back though because I didn't like apparently the alarm bells didn't ring but it was really <laughs> bad anyway maybe that's so, a great thing though miss lucy maybe. like and i know i'm i'm gonna always be that person i mean i down to my core i'm a positive person but i do think to myself i don't think it's a bad thing to be a positive person and to sometimes oh my mentally gloss over things if you if you think that's what's right for you if that's what happened yeah. and you, you managed to keep chugging then then good on you i reckon well it just kind of i, I so after uni so that was all going on. And after uni, I actually was so burnt out from art and creating. Cause it's so intense at the end. Mm. I've got to create so much work that I didn't draw. I think for two, no, it might've been three months. I didn't pick up a pencil. Right. I didn't, I didn't have the desire to draw, which is really, you know, something's wrong with me. Y- yes. I don't. Yeah. You put, and I, along with a lot of people and I don't think it at the time it was talked about enough is how lost you feel after uni I know, absolutely. and how you're just thrown out into the world yeah now you're, you're officially like, right, in the big on. old ocean aren't you 
And along with feeling that way, um, COVID happened. Yeah. <laughs> what so, a joy. <laughs> what a joy. Literally. Yeah. So my plan of traveling and getting inspired, I was going to set up an Instagram account. I was always going to do that. I don't know why. Set up an Instagram account and call it the Illustrated Traveller. Yes. And I was going to go around and I was going to draw draw the world. Oh, I thought, that's fine. I can do that for a year. Maybe that might be your second account now, Miss well, Lucy, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay. Things are happening now. Wonderful. Things are happening in the pipeline. Um, so, yeah, didn't draw for months. And then, fortunately, very fortunately, my eyes got fixed. And I'm in a very blessed position that that could happen. Yes, yeah. How wonderful. Um, and, and it was wild. So I had this operation and I could see the world again. And I thought, in that moment, I was like, I am going to draw everything I can until the day I die. Oh, I'm fascinated to know how you you took this concept of you wanted to do positive moments in people's lives or in in the time that we're living and to share yeah. that with people. Um, how did that, let's call it your um, the narrowing of your vision, so to speak, on the yeah. art, and then how you started to build that portfolio that we now know as as your work. How how did that sort of start? Ooh. So that. So yeah, then I I set up this Instagram account and then through that I'd seen people showing their beautiful moments. Mm. And again, this is where I think I was I do think a lot of luck's been in my path as well. Um but I met some wonderful people on Instagram and one account in particular, who you all need to go and follow because she's the nicest human in the world, <laughs> is um well there's two actually, but someone called Acorn Cottage. Right. She, at the time, I was drawing people's front doors. I had a fascination with doors. Yes. I still do. Yes. A pretty door, you know. Can't go wrong. There's it looks like, very welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> and like people, especially at the time, it was a very Instagram thing to share your front door. So I would draw people's doors. And my sister commented on this lady's account and said, you need to get Lucy Claire illustration to draw your door. And at the time, she had, I think, 50,000 followers, which right. to me was mind-blowing I was like whoa <laughs> that is a lot of people and she messaged me and I couldn't believe it and she wanted to work with me what a kind yeah and we did again at the time it was very uh everyone was doing giveaways yes. <laughs> so we did a giveaway um and she really started again believed in me and I remember at the time thinking okay like people like what I do you just got to give it a jump haven't you jump I off can, into the deep end yeah and then uh, through that people messaged me like can you I'll pay you to draw my door oh my gosh someone wants to pay me for my art <laughs> <laughs> I've made it like, <laughs> I remember being with my mum and we were like okay maybe you can do this for a year like maybe this will tide you over yeah so through that again, I met another lady called Lauren by Lauren McDermott. Again, go and follow her. Yeah. When I say she is the nicest human in the world, she is the nicest human in the world. <laughs> and listen to me. And I messaged her being like, I'd love to draw one of your photos. Maybe we could do a giveaway. Again, giveaways were very the right thing. at that time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and she again she had so many followers and she was like oh I'd love to like it would be an honor 
Oh, how wonderful. And I'd been doing it by this point. I've been doing it for a couple of months. And she said to me in the messages, I still remember it to this day. She was like, I think we can get you to 10,000 followers. And I thought, Whoa. Oh, it's amazing. That's amazing. I thought, oh my gosh. Well, now I've really made it. <laughs> <laughs> 10,000 people. It's so, it's so lovely because you're such a humble person that, that I can just see how much that lights you up and that that really is oh. it's like a gold brick. It, it really, that's wonderful to hear. How nice a lady. Fantastic. So yeah. And then honestly, from there, it just kind of snowballed, I guess. And I carried on drawing selling on etsy by the way at this point um and etsy i won't go into the downfalls at the moment because that's another story but um etsy is just amazing for new beginners and things because yes right very at the at the beginning it's very little money it's a platform to sell your work and you don't have to be business savvy with it like i'm the least businessy person in the world so if you get put off by that no. running your own business don't be because carry on managing to do it yeah oh, um, bless you. and yeah and it was just easy to set up on etsy so i was pushing people from my instagram through to etsy and they were placing these bespoke family illustrations with me and yeah and at this point it'd been about a year and again we had a moment we were like okay you can probably do this for another year covid's happening no one's hiring just, at the just moment. Keep pushing so on. Yeah. Why try? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I try. Yes, absolutely. Keep just doing keep what you're pushing doing. Pushing on. Yeah, and I think at this point I began doing more self. I guess yeah. I started doing like cards and prints and things alongside the family portraits more because mm. when I created art just for me, I thought oh, I'll share it. Yes, like, okay. someone might relate to it or like it and then I get comments being like are you selling this and I thought I am okay. now <laughs> <laughs> to this day if someone says are you selling it I'm like okay it's a, give me just <laughs> two more minutes it'll be up yeah. but yeah <laughs> um and it really yeah it just snowballed from there and then people again I just can't believe how kind people are and how many people actually believe in me so let's let's if i can then jump into obviously now you've touched on how the business from from a business point of view now how that is expanding and that's that's growing You've, you've pulled on a business coach to try and help that um press forward but you know have there any have there been any elements or practices that you have Unless uh, for a better word, acquired along the way or learned along the way that have that have helped you. So, if you're taking that person who's just starting on Etsy today, for instance, is there anything uh, in this entire journey between Etsy and Instagram that has been helpful to you on your journey? Honestly, it would. I don't even know if this is kind of the right answer, but it would be to collaborate with people and be open to working with people, and never be afraid to reach out to someone because I'm shocked. I've reached out to people with millions of followers before Mm. and they're more likely to reply to me than someone with 10,000 followers because I think I truly believe the majority of the people at the top realize that you've got to help everyone like like it's just so much better to help other people yes and there's nothing you're not going to get there on your own 
no no and like it's impossible to figure everything out by yourself and no one's again a big lesson for me was that I don't need to be the business mind in this I'm not I'm creative mm. good that's lady. what I do <laughs> uh, yeah. and like I've got my I've now got my friend Ella who you who is magnificent to. yes yeah yeah my studio manager and she's actually um a childhood friend yeah oh wonderful who, yeah so she knows me better than I know myself literally. yeah wonderful um, she can tell when I'm burning out she can tell when I'm just having a Lucy breakdown and it will pass. <laughs> but um, <laughs> and that's where and that personal connection must be so fabulous. And I, I, it really does help. But she obviously has a skill set, maybe not completely different to yours, but it's certainly complementary to yours is, is the right way to put it. She's the queen of organisation and I am definitely not. <laughs> absolutely. But from a business point of view, I absolutely understand why it's imperative, particularly the um, the more in demand and, and the more, yeah. more opportunities that keep coming in. Obviously, uh, Miss Ella must be absolutely integral to the, to the flow of all of that happening. Yeah. And the thing is as well, something I didn't realise until probably this year is that the people at the top are delegating. The people at the top are asking for help. Mm from other experts because that's and like working together as a team is how you grow and I genuinely used to think that all these artists out there were like like, toiling away yeah like (laughs) they knew everything yes they figured out all the business stuff by themselves and yeah I've just realized that asking for help isn't a bad thing in business no, oh, in, in life, obviously. in life in general, absolutely no. And <laughs> I, I, I love out. the points you've made there. And I think that you know, making sure that you, you really, in lots of ways, you, you stay humble, you continue to share um, and ask for help, but also to reach out to people. I love that, not being frightened to reach out to people, but also don't, yeah, don't be disheartened. Uh, the people who don't reply to me, the like, there's millions. Yeah, <laughs> but absolutely. I will, <laughs> literally reach out to anyone and be like do you want to collaborate do you want to just talk I'd love to because there'll be something to take yeah and like I love people I say I walk around the streets and I'm like I love humans because we're just a fascinating (laughs) species of people so I love hearing people's stories and just that's why I love drawing people's special moments because I I'm also then like privileged to be a part of their story you, you mentioned it when you said about uni and towards the back end and, and I I I know but I don't know um that you know <laughs> creatively being asked to draw upon something a lot without getting the time to maybe keep topping it back up it it really is like wringing out a, a wet rag at some point you don't get that free-flowing artistic um, yeah. flavor that you did when you were fully soaking wet and full of creative juice but how do you <laughs> top yourself up how do you sort of manage that creative is it is it you know what what would be your ways that you like to top up oh it's actually, I'm kind of, I am a bit of an oddball and I think I get this from my dad, but he, I remember when I was younger, he said to me, I have to draw every day. Like he has to draw every day. He's, he's 79, I think. Amazing. And I think he's drawn every single day of his life since Gosh, he, he could. was <laughs> tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Literally since he could. And, um, I do. And he also used to say to me, 
that drawing it's the same as a sport like it's an ex you've got to train the muscles to be able mm. to do it and that sticks with me all the time because I'm like if I just keep drawing this at some point my brain will remember <laughs> so I do draw every day and that's why I share on Instagram every day is because I have drawn every day but if I am feeling a bit meh switch off all social media yes yes <laughs> Turn right, it off. right and then do something do create something for you again there's this thing where you're like I think if you are sharing on Instagram you get to a point where you're like am I making this for myself or am I making it for Instagram mm. so I've recently been playing with um god actually I've been playing with a lot of things which I've only just started sharing on Instagram because <laughs> I thought no one cared but so I've been playing with like the folding paper and like making a story out of folded paper that's right. probably the worst description in the world I've been playing with oil pastels and just like oh again don't be afraid of failing because I'm really trying to train myself to stop the fear stop being scared of failing because and also what is failing in art because you're just making something that yes. hopefully makes you happy yes but when you're younger you try everything don't you you try it you I do. mean like I played the recorder that should never have happened <laughs> really <laughs> I think I really sung in a choir a which also should never have happened oh, but yeah no so it's I. amazing I yeah no I, and it's but, one of those things where you're so right because you use the word when you're describing what you're doing I mean obviously you you've got the technical point of view where you're just turning off the the, the noise so to speak of social yeah. media and then you're tuning back into what you already love so that's obviously how you you sort of it, it really is full circle for you. You start and end there, um, even though you're trying yeah, different mediums. I mean, it, is, it is um in me. Again, we joke in my family that I'm addicted to drawing and art and like creating, but it genuinely. How funny oh, in like your it, family! I, I don't know if I can show it, but like it makes me almost bubble up inside thinking about creating. But I love that you're just trying to play with things and then, for want of a better description, experiment with your own talents as they come out of you yeah. that you didn't know about, really. Yeah, and also not to... In art, I think you can... We're told all the time, oh, pick a style. And then I think Instagram also makes you feel like you have to stay in that style and you can't play with other styles. Mm. And I've just realised recently that that's all made up in someone's head somewhere Somewhere. like it's probably your own head (laughs) my head (laughs) but um that I can if I want to try animation I can try animation I probably won't be very good at it but who is good at something straight away exactly like you can just just I think the I, I don't know I was thinking about this the other day but I think the death of creativity is when you stop playing because you can't you just become a machine really Mm, well said so yeah (laughs) no I look I I absolutely and I think that everybody now is probably going to walk away and think about okay because creative and creativity and happiness I tend to put them together because I think you tend to create things um 
in a wheel that makes you happy. I think you don't go out of your way to create in things that make you unhappy. So you get closer and closer mm. to your own sense of happiness the more you continue to create because it's the lame. If uh, I hate that word because, like you said, it makes it sound like what, what we have to prescribe oh, to yeah. one lane. But it's this um, it's this horizon of opportunity when you create that you don't necessarily have in mundane. I must to do list type actions so yeah. um, no I think you've hit the yeah, nail no. on the head absolutely <laughs> when someone says stay in your lane I'm like oh no sorry no, I'm no. going all over <laughs> we can't be friends anymore sorry <laughs> the question I have for you is if, if you could create a piece for anyone or anywhere you know who or what yeah. would that be for you Miss Lucy like a dream concept if someone reached out to me who would I fall over backwards for <laughs> <laughs> or even a location you know like you know because oh, we location. we talked about the travel concept but you know is there if they could give you a plane ticket and you could go one place in the world maybe you know the first okay. place you would go okay i can tell i'm, I'm kind of a, letting you in on a secret actually oh, fabulous but my my goal is to start making travel part of my business like because i just really want to do it so i'm hoping to go to copenhagen oh. and draw <laughs> when i say to people I'm, like, I'm going to draw copenhagen yes <laughs> that is what i'm going to do good so yeah <laughs> that is the location i'd love to do but yeah is there is there a particular reason why copenhagen miss lucy is there I, a, oh yeah yeah, yeah don't, lots don't ask me that no, okay no so that's a, that's a that's an My episode two like, why are you uh yeah why yeah. are you going to copenhagen no idea no idea <laughs> It's just popped something, in. I think something inside me is telling me to go. So we will see what unfolds from Okay. It. No, that's <laughs> wonderful. I'm a big believer in that too. So good lady, you follow that little feeling on the inside. <laughs> yeah. and, and I can't wait to, to follow along and see what you come up with over there. All right. Well, so then let's yeah, get let's to the, I do. I can't wait to see that. It'll be absolutely amazing. This little section <laughs> is, um, it, I, I call it quick fire. It never ends up being quick fire um, because actually yeah, people who who are obviously very excited that I'm chatting to you and that they might get to have a little bit of insight. You tend to ask the best questions, in my opinion, because they, they have got real questions for you. Um, but the, the first one is, um, I guess we've sort of touched on this, but who inspired you to be an artist? If you had to pick one person, I mean, we sort of talked about your dad and the family as a whole. Yeah. And, and obviously teachers, have, it's the, the, the good ones, I should say, have been quite yeah. prominent um it probably it probably would be my dad to be honest he's just he is the the coolest guy (laughs) he is the man (laughs) and he's done so well like he no one in his family was creative he found funny we were talking about disney he found a book on mickey mouse and he started drawing the images inside and that was literally the birth (laughs) <laughs> the birth of Jeff Dunbar. Wow! But, um, there you go. So, it's amazing. And from there, he's he is the most talented man in the world. He can draw. You tell him to draw a hippo and a tutu. He'll draw a hippo and a tutu. I, like, I bet it's outstanding too. Yeah, and isn't that such amazing. a wonderful lucid skill? I mean, to be able to take something—it's one thing to come yeah. up with it yourself, but for someone to say to you, "Hey, I will need this drawn 
now I always have such appreciation for that because I think to myself you have to yeah. be able to tell yourself it that you're enthused by that because he might yeah. I mean the idea of a, a hippo and a tutu for instance might be at the very bottom of his interest level which I'm <laughs> sure it might be um, but to be able to go away and actually pull that off is is I, for me it's just such an incredible um, yeah. skill um, so no w wonderful I love that I love that it's dad that's great um, uh, someone else asked uh, Miss Lucy favourite artist of all time good luck it's funny you say well you mm. say good luck but i can from the top of my head oh, it's amazing. okay i'm i i don't know if you're familiar with him but it's he draws just life yeah and he does it in this like gorgeous linear style and yeah it's life it's like people cycling in the street yeah. people the cars one of my favorite pieces of his is it's like a traffic scene and it's everyone sat in their cars going to well it doesn't say going to work but I'm assuming they're going to work <laughs> yeah absolutely um, though that's the beauty yeah, of art you, you can put that in yourself oh, can't you he is my he's who I'd want to have dinner with there you go <laughs> see that's amazing so, and I, yeah. I do I, I can see pieces of it but not I, I can so I certainly know who he is um, as in his mm. art um, but it would be a long time but I, I love that it's something so because it's busy isn't it it's busy art that oh, is it's very busy and it's like every piece you look at there's something else you spot yes which again I, I'm not that at that level but if one day I can do something that detailed where like every time you look at it you see something new amazing I think it's yeah it is it's so a true cool. like you said it's a, it, and it's lovely that you have that straight off the top of your head um this next one which i love because we've we've sort of already talked about it and when i spoke to you pre-recording i was like i don't know how i don't know how we're going to even get onto this because this is a topic all mm. of its own but um i love that we've t talked about it because i think we've sort of got our feelings across but um somebody asked if you could describe um ai art in one sentence and your feelings about it in one sentence basically literally the first first thing that comes to mind is that I think it is mind-blowing yes like I think it is amazing but it doesn't put the fear of God in me it doesn't scare me because it's not a person mm. so if you're if you're an artist who likes to rip off other artists then I think you should be worried because it can do that for you yes absolutely <laughs> yes Truly, if you're putting your heart and soul into your work, you don't need to be worried because even photographers, people are like, oh, no, it's awful for photographers. But if you're putting your heart and soul into it and people can see your passion, you're, you don't need to worry. No, I'm, I'm with you 100%. <laughs> I mean, 100%. we'll see what happens. In Absolutely, but, years, we're, but we're so at the beginning of this. It's so nice to be are. able to, to have, I think, that really positive thing to cling to that at the end of the day, we can't be the only two people on the planet, Miss Lucy, that feel that um, it, there will always be and there will always be a, a big demand and a place for people who are sharing what they love. Uh, hopefully that always comes first yeah. and foremost. And this last yeah. one, which I know we both loved when I talked to you about this one, because I, when I saw it and I, and I will have to say at this point in the podcast as well, thank you to everybody who did um, send in their questions for you or just their genuinely lovely comments that you were going to be a guest. I, I was, I was really blown away and I know I've shared that with you, which is really nice for us to have talked about before. But this last one, when I read it, I was like, yes, absolutely. I must ask that it's a brilliant question but um the question was a book or a movie cover that you would like to recreate mm. and I just thought it was an absolutely brilliant question yeah I really okay <laughs>
It was the first thing that sprung to mind was um, Twas the Night Before Christmas. Right. Because that is, I love Christmas. I couldn't even express to you how much I love it. <laughs> and it's one of my favourite books. I just think it's stunning. Mm. So probably Twas the Night Before Christmas. But then, yeah, I mean, there's other like... No, I think well. that's wonderful. It's a rabbit and things come to mind, but that's already too good. Can yeah. you done any better? <laughs> Look, I think you've, you've answered that beautifully. Thank you, Miss Lucy. But I can't begin to tell you how joyous this conversation has been. I hope it's actually the Aww. first of many um, and that we continue to keep having these conversations, particularly as by the sounds of it, the, um, the artistic journey is evolving for you. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, always hand in hand with that, the business uh, side of what you're going to offer is obviously evolving too. So I guess without being cliche, it is watch this space, isn't it really? Um, for you. <laughs> watch, this space. watch this space, people. She's on the move. I love that. Yeah, it's wonderful. And, and I, I I genuinely think that you've given a shout out to some really um, obviously beautiful people who have played a, um, a very significant role in your life. But um, you, you are certainly an absolute diamond yourself, Miss Lucy. So thank you for oh. your time, honestly. <laughs> I hope I haven't rambled too much. Not but. in the slightest, no. And, and if that's rambling, then let's have more rambling in life. Let's have <laughs> way more of that.